It's Easter Sunday. Friday's been and Sunday has come. Amen. Glory to God. You know, I believe that we've entered into such an incredible season of restoration and redemption. Every seed that's been sown, every word that's been spoken, it's like it's a culmination of the times and God's bringing it all together and we're seeing the amazing plan that he had for each and every one of us. Amen. And that's what we celebrate on Easter Sunday. Thanks so much, Terry. Thank you. Glory to God. The celebration of his plan, his redemptive plan for mankind. Yeah? How wonderful. Wonderful, Jesus. Can we just stand up and give him praise for a minute? Just Thank you, Jesus. We don't want to miss this moment, Lord, celebrating you. It's all about you, Jesus. Come on, give it up for him. It's all about him. It's all about him. Lord, our focus is upon you. And we are so grateful to know you. We are so grateful that you came. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Never miss an opportunity to praise him. We don't want to miss an opportunity, a door that he opens, a door of access to praise him and worship him for all that he's done. All that the Father's done in giving his son, his one and only son. Amen. How wonderful. Praise God. You can be seated. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, it's Sunday. Sons are arising. Amen. Sons of God are arising. Bless the Lord. Would you turn with me to Luke 24? And I thank you that spirit of wisdom and revelation in the Saviour. Spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of the resurrection and the resurrection power that dwells in us and flows through us because we believe. Thank you, spirit of wisdom and revelation. Flood the eyes of our understanding with light and restore our hope. Thank you, Father. Restore hopes this morning, Lord, in Jesus. Luke 24, verse 1. Now on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they and certain other women with them came to the tomb bringing the spices which they had prepared. But they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. There's reason for a shout there. I said they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. Glory to God. Hallelujah. They went in and did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. And it happened as they were greatly perplexed about this, that behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. We believe they were angels. Then as they were afraid and bowed their faces to the earth, they said to them, why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but he is risen. But is risen. Glory to God. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Remember how he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and on the third day rise again. Then they returned home from the tomb and told all these things to the eleven and to all the rest. What did they say? Jesus is alive. Hallelujah. Jesus is alive. Why don't you turn to someone and say, Jesus is alive. Bless the Lord. Thank you, Father. Do you know, for there to be a resurrection, there needs to be a burial. Hallelujah. Calvary. You know, when I think of Calvary, one of the things I think about was the tremendous temporary victory for Satan and all of hell. It was a temporary victory. It only lasted three days. 
<laughs> Woo! Glory to God. Amen. It was a temporary victory. Oh, death, where is your sting? Where is your victory? Glory to God. <sighs> 2,000 years ago, we know that they put Jesus on the cross and they put a crown of thorns on his head and they stabbed him in his side and pierced him and it looked like it was over. But what it was was the beginning of new life. Not only for him, but for everyone who believed and received the power of that sacrifice. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You see, what happened was hell celebrated because they thought he was dead. They thought he was out of the way. But three days later, a new day. And that's the day, Resurrection Sunday, that we celebrate today. You know, I'm believing that this day, the revelation of the power of this day, just permeate through us today. Breathe hope into us, that his breath of hope would come into us and, 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 and that we have a revelation of this resurrection power like we have never had before. I believe it's the day and the season for Christ within the hope of glory to be revealed. For his resurrection power to be displayed. Oh, hallelujah. Is anyone excited about that? That this, this, this message not just be a word or a sermon, but it come alive on the inside of the church. Jesus is alive and he is alive in you and he is alive in me. Amen. Death has lost its victory. Amen. Hallelujah. The tomb is empty. Can you imagine? Can you imagine what they thought when they saw the tomb is empty? Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Can you imagine the celebration? Can you imagine the celebration in the, in the church when we realise, when we truly get it, that the grave is empty? Glory to God. Amen. <laughs> Woo. Jesus defeated hell and he defeated the grave. Jesus Christ defeated the power of sin. Jesus Christ defeated the power of sickness and disease. Jesus Christ defeated the power of shame. Jesus Christ defeated the power of guilt and condemnation. I've got some good news I'm talking about here today. I'm giving some good news. Is anyone excited? Hallelujah. Let the rocks cry out. You know, let's not allow the rocks to do a better job than us. Jesus is alive. Turn to someone, preach to them. Jesus is alive and He's alive in you and He's alive in me. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. So I heard a little story I'm going to attempt to, to give you or to tell you. And it was about a man who was in a hurry to get home. Ah. He was in a hurry to get home one day. So what he thought he'd do was take a shortcut through a cemetery. And when he walked through the cemetery, what, see, it was really dark. There was no light. He didn't have those lights on phones. He didn't have a phone or a torch. But while he was walking through the cemetery, because it was so dark, he fell in a grave that had been freshly dug out. It doesn't sound like much fun, does it? Don't go walking through any cemeteries, okay, when it's dark. <laughs> so he tried to scratch and climb his way out, but no matter how he tried, he couldn't get out. He was stuck there and there was no one around except other graves, yeah. So what he did was he, he went up to one corner of the grave and he sat down and he thought, oh, I'll, just, I'll just stay here now until morning comes and someone will find me or they'll hear me, one or the other. And so a little bit of time passed and another man decided that he was going to walk through the cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Oh, yeah, right. 
he decided he was going to walk through the cemetery. And when he walked through the cemetery, guess what? He fell in the same grave. And he scratched and he tried to climb out and he tried very hard to get out. But then he decided this isn't going to happen. I may as well just sit. And he was at the other end of the grave. I'm just going to sit here and wait till morning comes. And then someone might hear me or someone might find me. And while he was sitting there, he heard a voice. He didn't know where the voice was coming from. But he hears this voice. And the voice said, you can't get out of here. But he did. He did. Because when he heard the voice... He shot straight up out of that grave. <laughs> he jumped straight up out of it. He came out of the grave. Now that is a good that is a good a good word. Amen. It'd get me out of the grave too. Amen. <laughs> the grave is empty. You know, when Jesus was placed in that tomb, Satan and all hell thought he could not get out of the grave, but guess what? He did. He did. Amen. The stone was rolled away. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Thank you, Father. He paid the price. He conquered the grave. He did it and he won. You know, in 1 Corinthians, um, I believe it's about two, two, around about verse 8, he says that he tells, that the word tells us that if Satan had have known what was going to happen when they crucified the Lord of glory, he never would have done it. He never would have crucified the Lord of glory if he'd known what was going to happen through that crucifixion and through his resurrection. Because what happened was Jesus Christ was the first among many resurrections. Amen. Hallelujah. And when you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Saviour, guess what? He raises you up and he seats you with him. Amen. You are seated with him right now in heavenly places. The resurrection wasn't for one, it was for all. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It's Resurrection Sunday. Jesus has risen, but guess what? Jesus is coming again. He is coming again. He is coming for his bride. He's coming for his, glory, for his glorious bride. Hallelujah. He's not leaving us here. He's coming. And he has risen. And you have been risen with him. Bless the Lord. So I want to go on a little bit of journey right now. The word Easter, we're going to have a look at that. And the first letter we want to look at in Easter, the word Easter is Emmanuel. God is with us. And the guys have put that slide up for me. Emmanuel, God is with us. You know, if you want to know what God looks like, look into the gospel. If you want to know what, what, what God is like, look to Jesus. Amen. There's so many people want to know what God is like. And you know, look, I, I believe that sometimes we've brought a poor representation of Jesus. You know, when I was first born again, I remembered being hungry for the Word of God as I still am. But I went into the Gospels and I read about Jesus. And you know what I found was there was a whole heap of stuff that I had heard through my life that I couldn't see in the life of Jesus. I couldn't see in the heart of Jesus. The Holy Spirit will reveal what God is like as we look into the Word of God and allow the Word of God to show us who He is. Amen? Allow the Word of God to show us His compassion. Jesus said to Philip, if, don't you know me, Philip? If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. He came to give a representation of God, the Father to us that our minds, that we would be transformed by the renewing of our mind, that we could actually learn what God is truly like. I thought God was a, a God of, of punishment, just a God of punishment and correction. But when he entered my life, I saw that he was a God of love and compassion and mercy. Amen. Jesus said, don't you know that if you've seen me, you've seen him. God wants us to see him for who he truly is. 
And we see Him in the Scriptures. And the Scriptures become a mirror image of who we are. Because we have been created in His likeness. Bless the Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. He was compassionate to people who are hurting and he still is today because he's alive. And we get the privilege of revealing the compassion of God to others. The people who were caught in sin, he was compassionate to them. The people who messed up, like the woman that was caught in adultery, the woman who was married five times and living with a man, He didn't condemn her. He said to her, neither do I condemn you, but go and sin no more. Hallelujah. He gave her living water and that living water is available to us today. God's saying, just drink of me. Amen. Just drink of my word. My word is spirit and my word is life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You want to know what God is like. Look to Jesus. Look to Jesus. Hallelujah. Look to him. He is Emmanuel. He is God with us. I learned that God wasn't waiting for me to mess up, to punish me. I learned that Jesus took the punishment. Yeah? I learned that he took it for me. Thank you, Jesus. A for atonement. Have we got that up? Atonement. Which means one-ment, my word. One-ment with God. And on that day of atonement, he made us one with him. No longer separated from him. We're one with God. Hallelujah. If you're born again here today, you are one with God. If you're filled with his spirit, he lives on the inside of you. You are one with God. Glory to God. You're finding some wonderful things about yourself today. You're finding some powerful things about yourself today as you learn about him. Amen. His blood pronounces us not guilty. His blood pronounces that our past is forgiven, everything that separated us from him, everything that separated us from Jesus, everything that separated us from God the Father was nailed to the cross. Oh, how we need to celebrate this day. Amen. Hallelujah. What a glorious celebration we had on Good Friday. Amen. What a glorious time we had. And what a glorious time we're having today. Everything. Everything that separated us was nailed to that cross. Hallelujah. Easter stands for Emmanuel. God is with me. Easter stands for atonement. I'm forgiven. I don't have to listen to that haunting ghost of guilt any longer. We do not have to listen to that haunting ghost of guilt any longer. Jesus has dealt with it all. How good news is the gospel? <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What, sort of, what does this message do but set us free to enjoy him and to enjoy our salvation, to set us free to live for him? Amen. Because we don't feel like we're, we're, we're not worthy of living for him. Hallelujah. Revelation of this makes me want to lay at his feet and not boast with pride. S. Sonship. We are the sons arising. His sons are arising. Amen. Hallelujah. Turn to someone and be bold enough to say, rise up. Come on. Come on. I'm believing God is going to do this here this morning. I'm believing God is on this message. I'm praying that our lives will be changed today. Today. Why not now? Why not now? Why not there be such a shift in our lives today? 
because the Holy Spirit is here and He's watching over this Word to bring it to pass in our lives. If we would just say yes, yes to Jesus. Someone says, I said yes to Jesus years ago, but say yes again today. Say yes every day. Say yes every time you hear His voice. Say yes every time He inspires you with His Word. Amen? Say yes every time something quickens in you and He only needs the two of you to agree. You and Him can do it. Hallelujah. You and Him are enough. Oh, bless the Lord. Do you know, because sometimes you'll get a revelation that flesh and blood cannot understand. You go and share it with someone. Have you noticed God says something to you? You go and share it to someone and say, oh, that's good. Whoa. And you think, oh, wow. Well, okay, right. You know, sometimes there's only things that you and Holy Spirit will, 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 will be excited about. Because you actually heard Him and faith comes by hearing Him speak to you. You get all excited. Just share it with Him. Get excited with Holy Ghost. Have a party with Jesus when He gives you wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of this Word that He wants you to know like never before. That He don't only wants you to know it, He wants you to live it. He wants you to experience it. I'm believing this will be way beyond an Easter sermon. You know what a sermon is? A long, boring speech. I don't give them anymore. I give messages. I looked it up in the dictionary once and thought I'll never give one of them again. Hey. Sons, the message is that he not only forgives you, but he calls you his son or his daughter. Amen. It's the call that as to as many that come to him. It's the call that as many that come to him, he gives the power to be called sons of God. Glory to God. Not the slaves, the sons. What an incredible position. Romans 8.14 tells us that the sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. He has given his, his, us His Spirit. He says, sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. You know, that word sons actually means mature ones. The mature ones be led by His Spirit. Amen? Sons are arising. Hallelujah. Romans 8, 29 tells us that Jesus is the firstborn, as I said earlier, of many, amongst many, many brethren. Hallelujah. He's saying today that he wants us to rise to our place of sonship. That we not become a slave to his word, but his word becomes flesh in us and is lived out. Amen. Glory to God. That means his promises are lived out. Amen. That, that means we get to experience the fullness of his grace, the fullness of his mercy. Hallelujah. Someone say, yes, I'm in. Come on. I preached a message a while back. God gave me a word. He said, we're entering into the season where it's all in. Someone say they're all in. Resurrection Sunday is a great time to get all in, to step all in. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. When he rose, you rose. T, truth. Truth. The T stands for truth. Let's go to Numbers 23, verse 19. If you guys can put that up, it'd be great. It'd be the King James Version. Can you muck that up? Oh, oh will it muck it up? Numbers 23, verse 19 says, God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. You know, there's people here that have received prophetic words and promises from God. And sometimes you think, well, he's not faithful to it. Because you thought you were ready. You thought you were ready for the word when you heard it. But you actually received the word to enter into a time of preparation to receive it. I'm speaking to someone right now. So you're disappointed in God because it never turned up when you thought it was the right time in the right season. But God is a good, good father. And he knows when the time and the season is there and ripe for you to receive and enter into that word that you received. God is not a disappointment. He is not a man that he should lie. 
Amen? And when He's spoken to you, trust that He knows the season for the fulfilment of the promise. In fact, the promise has already been fulfilled, but it's waiting for you. The prophecy comes so that you will enter into the preparation so that you can steward it because He doesn't set you up to lose. He sets you up to win. And sometimes there's things we need to learn to carry the promise. Someone needed to hear that today. Well, God didn't do it, so I'm doing it another way. You know what? You got that word so that you would enter in. Many are called, but few are chosen. Few enter in to the process of becoming ready to carry the call or to be ready to carry the promise. God is faithful. Oh, come on. That's a good word right there. God is faithful. He knows when His kids are ready. He doesn't want to give you an immature birth. Let patience have its perfect work, that you be complete, intact, that you be, you, you be, you, let patience have its perfect work so that you will not lack in any way. There be no lack. Someone needed to hear that then. That's a good word right there. That's a good word right there. I just sense the Holy Ghost so on that word right there, right now. Amen? Come on. Let the Holy Spirit, let His resurrection life breathe on that promise. Amen? Breathe on it. He's faithful. He's faithful to His promises. Every promise in God is yes and amen. Hallelujah. God is not a man that he should lie. Back to Numbers 23, 19. God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. He's not changing his mind. The gifts and callings of God are without repentance. He has said, or has he said? Did you hear from him? How do you know? Faith came into your heart when you heard him speak. Hallelujah. Has he said? And will he not do? Or has he spoken? And will he not make it good? Amen? And will he not make it good? We trust God. We don't try and make it good our own way. Amen? We rest in the promise of God and not try and work to make what he says happen. Amen? The enemy wants us to put, puts, he wants to put us up for disappointment. That we would doubt that we heard from God. That we would doubt that his word is true. Let God be true and every man a liar. And every time the enemy whispers in your ear, say, hey, I'm not partnering with that lie. That's a lie. I've got the promise. The promise is alive in me. He's alive in me. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Has God made you a promise? Has he spoken? Will he do it? Come on, let's have a resounding yes. Come on, you're a bit slow this morning. Has God made a promise to you? Will he not do it? Will he not fulfil it? Come on, preach to me. Yes, he will. Oh, come on, you've got an opportunity there. I swear I get much more excited about this. than <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> Woo. Come on. Where are we up to? Oh, bless the Lord. E. E. Eternal life. Eternal life. John 3.16, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son so that whosoever would believe in Him would not perish but have eternal life, everlasting life. That's good news for everyone today. We will not perish. Amen. We're not in the, amongst the ones that are perishing. We have eternal life. Bless the Lord.
1 John 5 verse 11. I love this scripture. You know, so many are looking for a testimony. But God says in the scripture, he says, and this is the testimony. God has given us eternal life. And this life is in his son. He who has the son has life. He who does not have the son of God does not have life. If you haven't got the son of God this morning, don't worry. Don't go home without him. We can fix that this morning. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I'm so thankful that I will not perish. I'm so thankful that I am not among those who are perishing. You know, John 10, 10, we see that the, the, Jesus said, the thief cometh but to steal, to kill and destroy. But he said, I have come to give you life, to give it to you in the abundance until it overflows. Amen. So what does the thief come to do? He comes to steal the life that you already have. And the life that he's talking about isn't just, I'll give you life so that you'll enjoy a feast. He says, I'm giving you my life. I have come to lay my life down for you so that you don't have to perish, but you can live eternally. Hallelujah. Amen. Life to the full until it overflows so that you can just, the life of God can just pour out of you. Squeeze me and he flows out. Give me some pressure and what, is, what, what happens? Do I begin to moan and groan because I... No, the life of God. He says, my word is spirit and it's life. Bring me some pressure so that the word can flow out of me. Livers of, rivers of living water. Come on. I can feel some resurrection power flowing out today. Amen. Hallelujah. Just looking at your faces. Resurrection. Because he was resurrected, I come out of that grave. I come out of that grave. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Have we gone to the R or are we still in eternal life? We're still in eternal life. So I'm trying to discipline myself, guys. Sorry. <laughs> These words are so comforting. Let's go back to eternal life. That means I don't stay in grief, right? I'm comforted with these words. When things, you know, we've all lost. Is that right? We've lost people. I believe most of us have lost loved ones. But God says, don't stay in grief. You know what he said to me? He said, Kim, don't stay in grief. I am coming soon and I will gather you all to myself and we will be together forever. He said that to me not long ago. Don't stay in grief. You've lost, we've all lost and I don't make light of that, but he's saying do not stay in grief. I am coming soon. And I will gather you all to myself and we will be together forever. Now's the time to live. Amen. Hallelujah. Nothing can separate us from the love of God and eternal life. It's been given to us through Jesus Christ. If you're hearing this news today, why would you turn him down? If you're hearing this for the first time today, why would you turn him down? Someone says, I've been hearing it for years, but if you hear it for the first time today, why would you turn him down? Amen. Sometimes this is a really good day, Resurrection Sunday, to step out of religion and into life. To step out of religion into love. And enjoy the embrace of the Father. Why would you hesitate? Why would you put it off for another day? After resurrection, because he was resurrected and came out of the grave, you have resurrection power. You have the power of the Holy Spirit right now. In Ephesians 2 verse 1, the scripture says, And you, and you he made alive. 
when you were dead and slain by your trespasses and sin. While you were still dead and slain in your trespasses and your sin, He made you alive. He made you alive. Hallelujah. Before you responded to Him, His response to you was to make you alive. Verse 4, But God so rich is He in His mercy, because of in order to satisfy the great and wonderful and intense love with which He loved us. When we were dead and slain in our own shortcomings and trespasses, He made us alive together. He made us alive together in fellowship and in union with Christ. He gave us the very life of Christ himself. That same new life with which he quickened him, he quickened us. Hey! You see, what God's doing is unfolding what has already happened. This is the mystery, Christ within the hope of glory. The mystery that Paul, Paul's commission was to reveal. Why not? Let's just say yesterday and allow Holy Spirit come and reveal this mystery to me. That you've already given me this resurrection life. I'm not trying to perform for it. I'm not trying to work at it. I'm not trying to do everything right. Jesus, praise God, you did everything right for me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He gave us the very life of Christ himself. When you look at that, you can truly say, oh, death, where is your sting? Where is your victory? Amen. It's time, I believe, for us to come out of the grave of shame, to come out of the grave of addiction, to come out of the grave of failure, to come out of the grave of, of, of self-hatred, to come out of the grave of eating disorders, out of the grave of hidden sin. Whatever you've been bound by, the stone has been rolled away. I said the stone has been rolled away. Amen. Hallelujah. The truth is you're not bound, you've been set free. I love that proclamation we went into with that song this morning. Yeah. Break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. God, let your anointing destroy every yoke and remove every burden from your people today. I'm declaring that over you. Amen. Some of you are going to walk out free today and you don't even know what you've been freed from. Amen. You're just going to feel better. You're just going to feel free. Amen. (laughs) Oh. From that haunting enemy. I love that song. We must learn it. There's no grave that can hold my body down. There's no grave that can hold him down. If Jesus is the Lord of your life, he's given you that resurrection power. Today, all you have to do is respond from your heart. Amen. Oh, we've got it. We did well. Praise God. Amen. Thank you, Father. You know, I'm truly overwhelmed today with the privilege of talking about Jesus. Yeah? Um, It is such a privilege. You know, when we know who we are according to the Spirit and we no longer value ourselves according to the flesh, then we, we begin to value others according to the Spirit. And we begin to see how valuable and precious each one of us are. And to just get the opportunity to share about Jesus on Resurrection Sunday is beyond anything. For me, it's just such a privilege. Wow. And I know... and. I know that within this word is an invitation that really does require a response. You know, like it's it, it's it's like it's it's just, mate. You know, like this is Easter Sunday. This is Resurrection Sunday, and His word requires a response. 
You know, you don't just put the word out there and it just automatically happen in someone's life. We need a yes. And I believe that, you know, everyone, I'm, I'm going I'm to lead us through a prayer in a moment. I believe that everybody here, no matter how long you've known Jesus, no matter, or maybe no, doesn't matter how long you've known about him. You know, he's calling us into a deeper relationship with him that we would experience his resurrection power today. Amen. That we would rise up today. That we would respond to his word and would stop trying to make our lives something when they already are something. Amen. You know, I was reflecting this morning on, you know, all the stuff that we have. You know, stuff. God wants us to have stuff. That's okay. But when stuff has you, amen, if stuff has us, we're in bondage to it. I was thinking about the rapture. I thought, flip, I'm just going to go up and my house is here. and Everyone's going to have my books and my tapes and my stuff. Oh, good. I'm glad we didn't throw them all out, doll. I had a cull. And I thought, well, whoever gets into our house when we go because, you know, can't take it with me. They're going to have a lot of messages to read. They're going to have a lot of good word to listen to. Amen? I mean, they might sort of do something with the airwaves. So people say they're going to, we're going to be cut off or what, oh, whatever. But the books are there. Amen? I've got one of those old reel-to-reel tapes, you know, things. Or are they reel-to-reel? I don't know. Are they? No, they're just cassettes. I've got a good player that I can play them all. So someone's going to have a feast. It's time to live for Jesus, guys. Jesus is coming soon. Amen? Hallelujah. Is anyone excited about Jesus coming soon? <laughs> if you haven't, you know, you, if you're not excited about Jesus coming soon, you need a revelation of that day. All glory to God. All glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. So today... If you want Jesus to be the Lord of your life. You know, the Holy Spirit said to me a while back, he said, you know, many people have made me Saviour, Kim, but they haven't made me Lord. And yeah, I just save them out of every mess they make for themselves because they're not following me as Lord. But you know, it's time for the church to live on the prophetic edge, guys. It's time for us to get on the prophetic edge and be led by the Spirit. God's calling his sons to arise. Amen. He has so much for us. He wants us to receive his peace. He wants us to receive his forgiveness. But you know, he's not going to come where he's not invited. He won't come where there's no response. Yeah? Every word that comes from God is an invitation to enjoy what it says, what he's speaking to us. But you know, he's looking for some RSVPs. Yeah? I respond to him. If there is a response in your heart today, I'm, I'm rejoicing in that, you know. But we'll give you an opportunity to do that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Why don't you stand up and be good? I might have a musician. I'm not sure we Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. You know, there's a word in, in the Psalms where the, the word is Salah. Has anyone seen that when they've read the Psalms? Salah. And what it actually means is pause. And think calmly about that. Just have that moment this morning where you pause. Maybe some of you need to close your eyes so you can forget everyone around you. But you just need to, just to, to pause and just think about, you know, you, you might not have heard everything that was said today, but there'd be a peace, there'd be a portion because he, he, he brings us to his banqueting table, yeah? He lays out a banquet for us. And he lays it out in the presence of our enemies because sometimes the enemy's speaking at us, you know, and trying to distract us. 
yeah? Or, or, and sometimes the enemy will bring a really good argument into your mind as to why you shouldn't actually believe and receive what God's offering today. But, you know, if you pause and think calmly about it you, and listen to your heart, listen to what Holy Spirit is saying in your heart, yeah? L- listen to that peace that you, you took from the table today that you received from his very generous table today. That's a really good thing to do because it creates a heart response and with a heart man believes unto righteousness and with a mouth confession is made and it results in our salvation. It's a way of life. It's not just a once off. It's a way of life. But I believe with all my heart that people are going to go home changed today. There's going to be some chains that have broken off them that have been keeping them earthbound, thinking about this natural world and everything in it, which has no consequence at all in eternity. Those are the sort of things that moth and rust destroy and corrode. But Jesus said, think, you know, set your heart on the things of the kingdom where moth and rust can't destroy it. Amen. So if I can just have everyone close their eyes right now and, you know, like let's just not be ashamed but let's just give them people a moment. I'm just going to ask, I'm going to put out an invitation there today, today. That if you've never received Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Saviour, I can't think of a better day than Resurrection Sunday to do just that. Maybe one day you did but you find yourself totally backslidden. Maybe you're living for yourself now. Maybe you want to repent and just say, Lord, I'm sorry that I've been living for myself. I want to live for you. Do you know we can be in that? We're going to, I'm going to lead us all through this prayer in a minute because every one of us can be in that place in some way in our lives. But if you've never received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Saviour, I'd ask you to be bold enough to lift up your hand. I'm not going to pull you out here, but I ask you to lift up your hand right now so that I can see who that is. That's awesome. You can pop your hand down. Is there anyone else here that would like to join that person? Let's give you another opportunity because I'm not going to beg. This is something that is just, mate, this is a privilege to receive him. This is something we need to be bold and hungry for, not hiding. You know, I'm over the days of seeing Christians hide. God's looking for us to be bold, that we'd respond to him. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. One more opportunity. Anyone else? Wave it. Put your hand up and wave it high. Wave it strong. Glory to God. Wave it high. Okay. Awesome. So I just invite you to pray with me. Pray after me. Including that person that put up their hand. This is your day. I am so excited for you. I am beyond excited. I tell you something. This meeting was for you. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Oh, glory to God. Just say after me, Lord Jesus, I believe in you. I believe you were born of a virgin. I believe you died on the cross. I believe the blood you shed cleanses my sin. And I believe on the third day you rose from the dead. You came out of the grave and you took me with you. And because you came out, I can come out. I receive a new life. Today I receive a new beginning. I receive the power to be called a child of God. I am not a slave of fear. I am a child of God. I am free. I am born to live free. 
and from this day forward, I am yours. Can we give it up for Jesus? Hey, come on. Give it up for Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Woohoo! Wow. Come on, church, rejoice. We've lost our pianist here. But glory to God. He's healed and saved in Jesus' name. What a great choice we've made today. Amen. Amen. He's quickening our steps. He's quickening our life. His spirit on the inside of us. Amen. Touching every one of us. Making us new. Fresh, new. It's a fresh day. It's a new day. Amen. I start thinking of all those old songs, you know. Hallelujah. I think of all the songs. It's a new day. It's a new day. It's a new day of the Lord. A day of joy and gladness. Of victories to be won. A day of walking hand in hand with Jesus Christ, God's Son. Let the freshness of this new day rest upon you this morning. Take it out. Take it out. Amen. Glory to God. Take it out. Share. Freely you've received, freely give. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. If you need prayer this morning, please, we'd love to pray with you. I just ask the team to come up. We'll pray with you. You need healing for your body. You're in pain today. Is anyone in pain today? Lift your hand. James, you in pain? Anybody else in pain today? Can't see you. Wave it high. Wave it high. Okay, someone put their hand on them next to them, please. Okay. Do you know, I really feel God's going to be nailing pain. It's a, it's a, he's nailed pain, but He wants us pain free. So Father, we speak to that pain in the mighty name of Jesus. And we command it to leave right now in Jesus' name. Every person in this this, this room right now that's experiencing pain, Father, I ask you, Holy Spirit, you're on the inside of them. I ask you to drive it out of their bodies right now in the name of Jesus. We command it to leave right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Pain leaves. And healing comes to the source of it. Healing comes to the source of it. In Jesus' name. Glory to God. Hey, all right, we've had a good day. We're having a good day. Bless the Lord. Won't you just turn and bless someone and